the tenth day of the month. Note then the kindness and the severity of God, severity toward those who have fallen, but God's kindness toward you, provided you continue in his kindness. Romans 11, verse 22. Today we consider kindness as a fruit of the Spirit. Kindness is one of those virtues we often seek to attain by deciding to do so. I will be more kind this year is a typical New Year's resolution, but it is broken as readily as it is made. For true kindness is a response of the heart, not a resolve of the will. It is the kindness of God toward us that engenders genuine and lasting kindness from us to others. To God's kindness, we react with an enlarged spirit that makes us both more aware of the needs of others and more ready to respond as we have occasion. While we may well examine ourselves by asking what opportunities of kindness we have missed or what occasions for kindness we might yet find, it serves us better to ask, what kindness has God shown to me in forgiving my sin, in providing for my needs, in granting me hope and everlasting life. How can I express my gratitude for this unmerited goodness of God? By this means, we continue in God's kindness. As Paul puts it, rather than trying to institute our own kindness as a personal achievement to be attained by human determination. Opening Prayer Generous God, What goodness you show to us day by day. Your mercies never come to an end. Like manna, they are renewed every morning. Great is your faithfulness. It is from you then that we learn kindness and hospitality. It is to honor and thank you that we extend to others the gifts you bestow upon us. Accept what we offer as a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving and grant that we may continue in your kindness forever. Through Christ, who upon the cross made known most fully the extent of perfect love. Amen. Psalm 100 On your feet now, applaud God. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourselves into his presence. Know this, God is God and God, God. He made us. We didn't make him. We're his people, his well-tended sheep. Enter with the password, thank you. Make yourselves at home, talking praise. Thank him, worship him. For God is sheer beauty, all generous in love, loyal always and ever. From the prophet Hosea, chapter 7, verses 8 through 16. Ephraim mixes himself with the nations. Ephraim has become a cake and not turned. Strangers devour his strength, yet he does not know it. Gray hairs also are sprinkled on him, yet he does not know it. Though the pride of Israel testifies against him, yet they have not returned to the Lord their God, nor have they sought him for all this. So Ephraim has become like a silly dove, without sense. They call to Egypt, they go to Assyria. When they go, I'll spread my net over them. I'll bring them down like the birds of the sky. I'll chastise them in accordance with the proclamation to their assembly. Woe to them, for they have strayed from me. Destruction is theirs, for they have rebelled against me. I would redeem them, but they speak lies against me, and they do not cry to me from their heart when they wail on their beds. For the sake of grain and new wine, they assemble themselves. They turn away from me. 
Although I trained and strengthened their arms, yet they devise evil against me. They turn, but not upward. They are like a deceitful bow. Their princes will fall by the sword, because the insolence of their tongue. This will be their derision in the land of Egypt. From the book of Acts, chapter 23, verses 12 through 24. When it was day, the Jews formed a conspiracy and bound themselves under an oath, saying that they would neither eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. There were more than forty who formed this plot. They came to the chief priests and the elders and said, We have bound ourselves under a solemn oath to taste nothing until we have killed Paul. Now therefore you and the council notify the commander to bring him down to you, as though you were going to determine his case by a more thorough investigation, and we, for our part, are ready to slay him before he comes near the place. But the son of Paul's sister heard of their ambush, and he came and entered the barracks and told Paul. Paul called one of the centurions to him and said, Lead this young man to the commander, for he has something to report to him. So he took him and led him to the commander and said, Paul the prisoner called me to him and asked me to lead this young man to you, since he has something to tell you. The commander took him by the hand and stepped aside, began to inquire of him privately. What is it that you have to report to me? And he said, The Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul down tomorrow to the council, as though they were going to inquire somewhat more thoroughly about him. So do not listen to them, for more than forty of them are lying in wait of him who have bound themselves under a curse not to eat or drink until they slay him. And now they are ready and waiting for the promise from you. So the commander let the young man go, instructing him, Tell no one that you have notified me of these things. And he called to him two of the centurions and said, Get two hundred soldiers, ready by the third hour of the night to proceed to Caesarea, with seventy horsemen and two hundred spearmen. They were also to provide mounts to put Paul on and bring him safely to Felix the governor. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 7, verses 1 through 17. When he had completed all his discourse in the hearing of the people, he went to Capernaum, and a centurion slave, who was highly regarded by him, was sick and about to die. When he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders asking him to come and save the life of his slave. When they came to Jesus, they earnestly implored him, saying, He is worthy for you to grant this to him, for he loves our nation, and it was he who built us our synagogue. Now Jesus started on his way with them, and when he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself further, for I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. For this reason I do not even consider myself worthy to come to you, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority with soldiers under me, and I say to this one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my slave, Do this, and he does it. Now when Jesus heard this, he marveled at him, and turned and said to the crowd that was following him, I say to you, not even in Israel have I found such great faith. When those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. Soon afterwards he went to a city called Nain, and his disciples were going along with him, accompanied by a large crowd. Now as he approached the gate of the city, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a sizable crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he felt compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. And he came and touched the coffin, and the bearers came to a halt, and he said, Young man, 
I say to you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. Fear gripped them all, and they began glorifying God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. This report concerning him went all over Judea and in all the surrounding district. These the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Tuesday's Prayer God, our rock and our salvation, undergird us with your strength, lest we fail because we rely upon ourselves alone. Assist us with your Holy Spirit, that we may abide in your love and trust in your grace. Spread upon us your transforming power. Overpower us with your goodwill and forgiveness, offered to us and to all through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer by Jeanette Struken from her book, Prayers to Pray Without Really Trying. Life is proud and solitary, Lord, yet all men are strung in a common web. My deepest thoughts are silent thoughts. My most solemn moments are unshared. My loneliness is hidden in a mask of activity. My insecurity is carried in a secret pocket. And over all, the great dark wings of death hover overhead, and I am partly spent. Love me, Lord, and all men, as we hover between birth into life and birth into eternity. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.